Nice. <laughs> we're live. We're live, and we're gonna talk about it. Today's topic is uh, is allowing technology to help you in your business. Is that what I told you? Oh, I'm sorry. What did you tell me? Pressure. Uh huh. What about it? I heard it. The good kind. Uh huh. That's what I said we were gonna talk about. But she said technology. Actually, it works out fine because. We're going to talk about how to help have technology help in your business because there's things that we use now that we didn't use years ago, things you use you didn't use years ago, and we got an expert today. Especially since I had the topic a week ago, but you know. So we have an expert today, so we're good. <laughs> we have an expert guest. We're looking forward to seeing her at the 15-minute mark. We are ready to go. We'll be right back in a moment. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Thank you so much. Miss Phyllis said, good morning. Love the hair, Lisa. <laughs> you wanted to clarify that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I would have said thank you uh -huh. to the counselor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Lisa did the um, big shave last night. Yes. She had been saying for days that she's going to. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. She had been saying for days that she's going to take her hair off. She's tired of messing with it <clears> right now. And um, I've seen her with low hair before, but God not this low before. So this is the lowest I've ever seen it since I've been with her. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, Ooh. Miss Phyllis said, yes, I know he would have said something. Yeah, we know. We know him pretty well, I well, think. Yeah, I would have said something about that. <laughs> thank Bless you, Miss Phyllis. Yeah, um, I would have said thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh -huh. exactly. See, that tells you Miss Phyllis has been around me for a long enough time. So today's topic. Oh, my gosh. Man, we need to have all our entrepreneurial friends on here today because today's topic is, tech. I, I titled it, Using Technology in Your Business and Using Help in Your Business. Using Technology and Using Help. And Absolutely. like I said before, we got an amazing guest today, someone that I've used her help before. We endorse her. We love her. We know that you will, too. And she's got purple hair. That makes her extra. <laughs> that makes her more better. Yes, I said purple. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. I think that it's really um, important to realize that it's understandable because some of us, some of some of our listeners and viewers, were challenged with technology. Are challenged with technology, but that's really not an unfair thing. We have not had technology for a really long time. As a matter of fact. So what are we considered? Gen Z? I don't know. Anyway, for our when we were growing up. We're not up, quite baby boomers. We're not baby boomers. We're after that. I thought it was Z. Gen X, maybe? I don't know. Whatever the heck it is. We didn't have technology. We didn't have cell phones when we were kids. We didn't have um we had just got the 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 Atari that you had to blow in to get to come on the screen. So we were not as a familiar or as a custom to the technology that we grew into. Good morning, Miss Crystal Blake. How are you? I was thinking of you this morning. Hey, I got Crystal. some stuff to do with you. Good morning, Dr. Beverly as well. Hey, Dr. Beverly. Glad to have you guys on here as well. Um, not even uh, maybe a day or two ago, maybe three days ago. Good morning, Miss Glenda. How you doing? Good morning, Miss Melissa Price. How you doing? I was Thank you, Melissa. We're Gen X. Okay, good. Okay. That's what we are. We're Generation X. I'm 54. We're Gen X. Okay. Um. I was bemoaning, 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 whining about how my kids grew up with technology and it comes second nature to them. My grandkids can use technology probably better than I can today, or at least it's good, okay, or close anyway, because they nev they've never known a world without it. But my generation, Gen X, we're in a funny spot 
because we got technology as adults. Mm -hmm. We were adults already when we got. Yeah, we were out of high school. We were out of high school. And very often we were out of the mindset of learning daily. Yeah. We were out of that. We didn't. We, we were sitting in classes. We weren't taking tests. Um, Melissa, you're a millennial. Bless your heart. We we you you can enjoy the cusp if you want to, but um, no, ma'am. We're cusp too, <laughs> because I think it's two or three years away from baby boomers is when I was born. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're 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 not baby boomers, mm -hmm, but we're on the cusp. Mm -hmm. Um, strangely enough, my I think my mother is a baby boomer. Although there's supposed to be another generation, there's typically another generation between you and your parents. But it ain't. But there is. Because <laughs> your mom was so young. Yeah. So. Crystal says, likewise, <clears throat> I'm cold to be likewise. You know, are you saying likewise, you woke up thinking about me and I thought woke up thinking about you? Or likewise, that we're, um, our children grew up with right. technology and we learned it as adults. Absolutely. Uh, that's right, Miss Phyllis. You are a baby boomer. Yes. Amen. Uh, she said, I guess I'm a baby boomer. Yes. But baby boomers at one time, most of their baby boomers' lives, they were the largest segment of people. Mm -hmm. But they're not anymore. They're not? They're not the biggest segment of people anymore. Who is millennials? I think it's millennials now. Mm. Someone verify. What's the largest group now? What group has the most people? I don't think it's baby boomers anymore. I don't know. Anyway, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um so utilizing technology may not be first nature and it may not be the initial go-to thought, but there are so many things. Oh, she said, yes, I thought about you as well. well we always know that it's Terrific Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. Or Titillating Thursday. Titillating. Okay. When Crystal joins us. <laughs> Amen. So there you go. Crystal told us. She would be here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And she's a woman of her word. That's it. She's a woman of her absolutely, word. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So the, the fact of the matter is sometimes we get to realize or sometimes be um, be assisted in remembering that there's an easier way to do things. There's an app for that. Yeah. Oh, there's an app for that. Sometimes as a Gen X, you don't embrace that thought. Sometimes as a Gen X, and I still do this, we waste a lot of time trying to figure out how to do something. The old way or the long the way. The old way or the long way when there is technology that would get that done in minutes. Lisa has caught her husband spending time doing stuff that could have been done a whole lot faster if I had just used a tool. Mm -hmm. And very often it's a tool that we already freaking have that I'm not using. How many of you guys know about that? All the apps and tools that you already have that would benefit your life, either you're choosing not to use or don't know how to use, <clears throat> which is probably closer to the truth. Miss Phyllis says millennials has more people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's because Gen X created them. <laughs> we was getting it in. We invented them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Man, we got uh, eight minutes till our guest comes on. I'm looking forward to it. But understanding that sometimes things... Good morning, Dr. Deborah. I'm glad you're here. We missed you yesterday. Well, we saw you yesterday. We did have you on yesterday. You came on a little bit later, but I'm glad that you're here. Yes. Um, so ultimately... Consider Miss Phyllis and Dr. Deborah. Mm -hmm. okay? I was just talking about how I got technology as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I had to figure out technology as an adult. They both have a year or two on me. Mm -hmm. So they had to get this to all as adults as well. I imagine this is a challenge. If there was ever a technology expert who made a claim to or made it a focus of, I help grown people get comfortable with technology or I help adults getting comfortable with technology, I think that would be a winner. Bill Brown is on from this coast. He made it across the country in one fell swoop. He is hanging out beautiful. Bill, Bill Brown's beautiful. in the Eastern time zone. Absolutely. There. We love it. Melissa said, I'm with you, Papa. That's me all day. Taking the long way or the hard way because I'm scared of technology. I've gotten better scared over the of last it, she said. two years thanks to the help of Mama Lisa. Also, William Brown. They helped me out of my scaredy pants. Well, I had the, I had the interesting, um, I, I guess it was bridge, whereas 
as an adult, I was certified in technology. So I had to embrace technology that as technology an adult. at that time, though. Well, yeah, but but see, it's technology in and of itself, for that matter, kind of creates a different type of thinking. It's a different type of critical skill, um, problem solving, and also the fact that I was immersed in it daily. Mm-hmm. You know, working in technology, I worked for IBM for many, many years. Good morning, Ms. Jacqueline. Um, I didn't have an ad, a, a, an adversity towards it. It wasn't fearful. It wasn't afraid of it. And the biggest uh, piece of technology that I worked on, I had no background in, but I was the subject matter expert on. Uh, and through the, that was through the immersion process. Mm-hmm. So I had learned that you can learn anything. And I had also the responsibility of teaching that stuff to the schmuckety schmucks who didn't want to learn it, but they wanted to understand it. We got five minutes to our special guest today. Just five more minutes. She's going to be on here. I know you're going to love her. I'm probably going to ask her tough questions. I'm probably going to put her on the spot. I'm probably going to make her have to showcase how smart she really is because everyone who's worked with her say how smart she is, right? And everybody who works with her talk about how great she is. So we're going to ask her some questions. Get yourselves get yourselves ready today. Oh, man, we're going, to, we're going to read that today? Or are we just going to talk about how much we know about her and love about her? I'm going to let you read it, and then I'm going to embellish about our guest today. We got five minutes for our special guest. Good morning again, Miss Jacqueline. Bill, are you enjoying the cold? I am never, ever, ever. It's not that cold, baby. It doesn't matter. There's snow on the ground. It's not snow on the ground. There's either. snow on the ground. I saw the picture. There's snow on the ground. It's in their 40s and 50s right now. Did you have snow on the ground? Bill. Or did you just bust in the snow for the picture? Uh, Dr. Deborah Dunstan says, I learned a lot of my technology through Lisa. Yeah. And Lisa got it. As, she just talked about how as a full-time work, she had to be the subject matter expert on an area of technology. I always think, because technology changes so fast. Mm-hmm. Even if I was an expert in technology in 2016 now, that's mm-hmm. not that long ago. 2016, <clears throat> if you're trying to use the same technology you used in 2016 and 2022, I submit you're losing ground. And the reason yeah. I say that is because look at how we do our show. Mm-hmm. We don't use the technology we did when we first started our show. But, but that's the prime example. We continue to evolve. Yes. But it was in the area of technology. Melissa said it's 24 degrees where William is, LOL. Okay, 24. I'm never, ever, ever going to the state of New York, any part of it, at any time between September and March. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. We're going to spend the Christmas in you, New York. We will not. Yes, we will. The devil is a liar. I'm not a liar. We will not. You You're told not the me devil either. when no. we got married, you I'm, go anywhere with me. I'm not going there. That's what she said, y'all. I'm from uh, New York. How you going to renege? I have seen Radio City. How you going to renege? I have skated on the ice skating. How you going to renege when it was on what you time. said that you would go anywhere with me? Dish, See how they do, is. Bill? Bill? See the Wives. Listen. She said she would go anywhere with me. And now she's going to try to renew It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. I can hardly stand the cold in my house when the temperatures are down. These blood thinners are serious. That's why I got up and my turned on the heat this morning. chatter. I cannot. We got three minutes to our guests, y'all. And I am three not. Three minutes. We have a, I have a challenge right now with the temperature because we both sleep better when it's cool. However, Lisa gets cold. And and she gets, but if I can put any kind of heat on at all, she kicks the covers off of her. So she's bare on on. She has no covers on or covers off of her legs or upper body or something. And um, so that ain't working either. So so I think what I have to do is keep the cool air on when we go to bed and get up early and turn on some heat like I did this morning, so that she doesn't wake up to a freezing house. It's so sweet. Uh, <laughs> Melissa said, my mom said it was nine degrees in Detroit. That's ungodly. Amen. That's not even of God. Nine degrees is ridiculous. Yesterday, she said, good God, I am happy with our 60s and 70s here in the South. 
Keep that cold weather up there. Absolutely. Bill, are you going to do what Tony Robbins... We got two minutes to our guest, y'all. Two minutes. <clears throat> Bill, are you going to do what Tony Robbins says when he's in cold climates? Tony Robbins says that he actually takes a cold shower to start his day. But when he is in the colder climates, either on sabbatical or at one of his homes that's in a colder climate, he actually goes out to walk in the snow without uh, encumberments on it, in his t-shirt and underwear. Um, did you do that? It's supposed to be a really vibrant way. Yeah, to get um, climatized. No, not to get climatized. He does it intentionally to start his day, to start his uh, thinking, to start. Doctor his... Beverly says, "Hello, family. Missed you yesterday. I he let time spill on me. It'll happen, my sister. But you're in luck because in one minute, Doctor Beverly, we got a guest coming on. In one minute, y'all. Whoop whoop whoop. And a guest that we know, a guest that we love, and a guest that we know will benefit you." How many times you get a chance to meet someone that you can know right away that an association with this person will help me in my life? That's what we got for you today. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and introduce our ahead, special baby. guest. So our special guest is Julie Tremblay. He, she is a tech and a VA, a tech VA and certified entreport expert. She helps female coaches to maximize their time and money with the CRM entreport. CRM is client relationship management tool. She works with coaches who are overwhelmed with their repetitive processes, potentially losing sales and missing valuable follow-up opportunities with their clients. She's an expert in, in giving coaches more time back in their day, allowing them to serve more clients and focus on their zone of genius. Tech is her zone of genius, so it doesn't have to be yours. And that's what the technical part of it is, and that's all freaking true. Let me tell you another thing about Miss Julie Trombley. She laughs easily. She practices what she preaches. She teaches what she preaches. And she's a, I consider her a friend. I like having her around. Let's bring her to the stage. Her name is Julie Tremblay. Julie Tremblay! Hey, What's up, lady? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. And I want to know where's my bacon. First of all, where's my bacon? <laughs> Bacon is gone. It's gone, baby. <laughs> but Julie, I'm so excited you're here, and I got a ton of questions for you. But before we do that, please take some time to introduce yourself, however you like. Oh, you guys did such a great job with with the introduction. Uh, but you know how you find yourself doing the same tasks manually over and over, or you realize you might be, you know, losing money by not tracking your sales or your leads. Or you just lose track of people you need to be following up with. Um, what I do with my knowledge and experience as a tech VA who specializes in the CRM of Entreport is I support coaches by automating their repetitive tasks, track leads, and automate their follow-up. Like Lisa said in the introduction, tech is my zone of genius, so it doesn't have to be yours. Um, Absolutely. You know, so let me, let me tackle your tech while you grow your business. Amen. Absolutely. Miss Crystal Blake says, LOL, yes, she's already valuable for me just with your introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you very much. And how did you get it? Now, everyone here, uh, her name is Julie Tremblay. We have a very wonderful regular group, core group, Julie. They're entrepreneurial, they're mature, they're loving, and they're supportive, okay? That's what we have here. Great people. And they're freaking smart, too, okay? <laughs> so how do you believe you could be um, – we know the technical stuff, but in your world, because we have coaches and consultants in here, a lot of them, actually. In mm -hmm. your world, tell us why they should really, really consider working with you. Um, because what I'm going to do is – take, you know, you, you, you kind of look at all the different systems and processes that you're doing on a repetitive basis and may, may possibly manually. Um, and I'm going to have you take a, like, make a list of all those things you're doing manually and then take a list and make a list of all the systems you're using to do all these tasks. And then, kind of sit down and determine, you know, how long does it take you to do these processes from doing the actual tasks to signing into all these different systems to possibly having duplication in, in, you know, 
taking information from like an Excel spreadsheet to your email platform or to whatever. And, you know, just see how long it's taking you to do all of those things. And then, you know, take your hourly rate. What do you charge an hour for coaching or for a program that you're running? And multiply by that by the numbers, by the hours and the time that it's taking you to do all these different processes. And, and figure out how much you could be saving by putting everything all in one system. And in that is amazing. Place. Yeah. And, you know, and don't forget to um, factor in, you know, like the cost of of the actual systems that you're using. And you're not only going to save, you know, precious money, which is, is you know, something we all want to do is save money. But another precious commodity of yours is time. And by, you know, consolidating everything into one system, you're going to get so much more time back and you're going to get so much more time. But when you start um, automating these processes that you're doing on a manual and regular basis. Absolutely. Melissa says, good morning, Julie. Dr. Deborah says, hi, Julie. I had the pleasure of having a session with Julie. I learned so much about how my systems could work better and more smoothly. I highly recommend her. There's an endorsement. Now, she said she had the pleasure of a session with you. What is she talking about, Julie? Um, we had a coaching call, you know, I think it was scheduled for 30 minutes. Pretty sure it went longer than that. Dr. Deborah is awesome. <laughs> and, and I highly recommend her back. Um, and you know what? We, we ended up talking for quite a while, you know, just being able to give her some ideas of, of different, you know, ways she could streamline her processes. Now, how much does it cost to have that kind of session with you? Um, well, I do have a free consultation call. So we just kind of discuss what it is, you know, you're wanting to accomplish. And, um, you know, there's different things we can do. We can look at doing um, a, a monthly retainer support, or I could just do an audit of the current system you're doing. And then we so, decide if you want to work further with me from there, how we go on from that. So who can schedule that free consultation with you and who should? Um, I my target market is female coaches and the people who, you know, if they're getting ready to launch a program or something like that, where I can help um, automate the process of getting that program launched. Um, you know, just anybody that is just too stressed out because they've got juggling too many balls at once. They got the, uh, an Excel spreadsheet over here. They got an email platform over here. They've got a course product over here. You know, just anybody who's wanting to consolidate everything into one system and that I can help them to, um, just to, to minimize the time they're spending doing everything. And, um, Lisa's got the link up there just to get on tackleyourtodo.com and, uh, slash schedule. And that will get right into my Calendly and, and book a call with me. Amen. Amen. Melissa Price has a question. She says, is this geared specifically for coaches and consultants or can this be applied to any business? Oh, it can be applied to any business. I mean, if you think about it, you know, everybody who's got all these different systems to do things. Um, I just my target market just happens to be coaches. And I'm surprised and you said any business because I'm, 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 I'm surprised you said it can be applied to any <clears throat> business. I've always known you to be wants to work with uh, female coaches, you know? I mean, it, yeah, for me, yes, I, I, I work fe with female coaches, but as far as the process and, and having a CRM, it could be for any business. Amen. Um, I'm very proud to say that Julie's my client. She mm -hmm. hired your boy to be her sales coach, y'all. And I'm really excited to say that several times I've seen Julie demonstrate applied learning, something that she picked up, she actually used and it worked for her, you know? So I'm excited about that, Julie. Yes. I, I, I am not too old. I, I, you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? you, talk, you talked about the Gen X. I'm right there with you. <laughs> you Gen I, X, man. Yep. I said, why did that suddenly make me feel old? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Right. It doesn't make me feel old because honestly, I thought I, I think I thought that I was a boomer. 
Okay. And um, I, it wasn't until I probably about five years ago that I realized that, no, my mom is a boomer, but I am the next generation after that. And Gen X, Gen X uh, moniker wasn't as uh, readily utilized as boomer and millennial. All right. So, so we got about seven more minutes left with our guests. So now it's time to get into the tougher questions. Are you ready, Julie? <laughs> as ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> right. First one's not so tough, but I do want to answer though. Um, Julie, what is it that you love about your work? Oh, <clears throat> what I love is as an entrepreneur is being able to not only have the flexibility to work when I want, where I want, but to be able to work with the people I want to work with that have the same energy as me, that have just the same I don't know. There's just, you can get on a call with somebody and just know that you're vibing with that person mm -hmm. and you know that that's the person you want to work with. Um, I, and that is probably the best thing. Um, it, it took me a while to get to that point. You know, at first it was just like, Oh, it's a client. Oh, it's a client. I was like, it's not that way anymore. Now it's just like, Nope, I have to have, you know, feel that energy and have that connection yes. with somebody. And it's, and, and it just makes it, that much more enjoyable of doing my job. I, I don't feel like it's a job when I'm working with somebody like that. First off, did y'all get the message? She And first she was working with just any kind of client, but not anymore. She got to match energies with them and it feels right, or she's not going to accept them as a client. And that really is a shortcut to success. Accepting the wrong client is one of the most painful things you do in business. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> oh my gosh, is right. That ends up paying you. They pay you. They pay you well. But it's a pain in the butt and it's not worth the money. Don't right. do it. Get right. people that vibe with you and match your energy as your clients. Okay. Absolutely. All right. You, you can interject your questions if you want to, but I got some more. Okay. What? Keep going. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so we know what you like to do with your clients and all that kind of stuff. And we know that you see yourself saving them time, which frees them up to earn more money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with, with that being said, because I thought you were going to go a different way when I said, what did you love about your business the most? You know, I thought you was going to go down a road of saying something like uh, helping my, my clients telling me that they've gained a whole lot more time or something like that. OK, but but that wasn't it. You had a different answer. <laughs> um, I, I mean, that is is it. That is part of it as well. But also for me to love my job, I got to love what I'm doing and who I'm supporting and. You know, when I have those kind of clients, then it makes me, you know, want to do more for them and be able to help them more. So, I mean, yeah, I do. I And I love coming up with things out of the box or let's do this and let's try that. And I, and I love it when people are responsive and, and open to those kind of suggestions, too. OK. Now, you mentioned a couple of times that you help businesses launch things. Mm -hmm launch a product, you said, I think, or a service that they have coming out. What does that mean, help them to launch it? Well, I, I guess I wouldn't say so much launching the product itself, but setting up the implementation of the automation behind it. Like, you know, setting up the emails that need to go out and tracking the sales and doing any kind of the follow-up, assigning the tasks within the system to, um, you know, other team members of theirs that need to follow up with different things. You know, so I, I don't necessarily, you know, I, I work with people who, you know, I power partner with people who do the actual launch, but I do all the stuff. You know, you don't see me out front. You see me in the background. <laughs> you don't okay. see me because I'm in the background working everything gotcha. on the back end. <laughs> now, it's very likely someone that's been listening to you today is is vibing with your energy. Okay. They probably, I mean, she seems like an interesting person. I think I want to know more about her and what she does. Very often that could be the case. And someone may just want to connect with you. If mm -hmm. someone wants to connect with you in whatever way, how do you prefer they do it? Um, just with the link Lisa shared about getting on my calendar with tackleyourtodo.com forward slash schedule. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well, just as Julie Trombley. So if that's an option as well. But getting on my schedule, there, you have a few different options uh, uh, to choose. If it's just a networking call that you want to have or if you want to have a consultation, um, just select which which option you'd like and tell me a little bit more about why we're talking. And, you know, I'd love to connect with anybody who, you know, would like to learn more about how I can help them. OK, cool. Now you're also offering a free gift to our 
to our audience. You want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, so this is using Entreport to um, build your lead magnet where you're using <clears throat> your website and you're embedding a form onto your website and all the whole process of how to use Entreport to um, just build your email list. So and they it can says get tackle it. your to-dos. They can, they can get the, that free gift by going to tackleyourtodo.com slash build. And so what do you do? Do you send it to them? It's an, is it an embed? Is that a landing page? And, um, it ends up being a download. It's, so it's just like a little, kind of a little guide to help them through the process of, of creating their, you know, everything they need to do to start building their email list through Entreport and using their website. And this is free. Yes. So um, listen up, homeboy. Give this a thought. The next time someone's teaching, why don't you get taught? Julia's teaching and she's giving away a free gift. You need to get taught. Everybody should get this. Tackleyourtodo.com forward slash build. Everyone should get this. This is free to you. Put together by Miss Julie Trombley to help you to do all the groundwork you need to do in order for you to start collecting and building your list of contacts, right? Right, exactly. Because uh, you know, having, a, having an email list is important for your business. You know, if social media goes down, which it has in the past, you know, if social media goes down, you still have a way to get a hold of these people because they are your audience. They are your Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Our time is zoomed by on this, Julie. Um, I'm going to take a, two more minutes left because there, it's possible that maybe Lisa or I didn't ask you the right question that gave you a chance to showcase something that you wanted to share with our audience. Is there anything in particular that you wanted to leave with them or teach them as a parting thought? Anything you want them to know? Um, you know, just I want you to look at how much money you could be losing by not automating your processes. Look at that. Um, not, you're not only seeing how much money you would be losing, but how much time, you know, those are both precious commodities. And while you can always learn more money, you can't get any time back. So, you know, use it wisely and use it in a way that's going to allow you to have more of it. Um, you know, so just kind of think about that, you know, ha have you thought of how many, how much time and money you're losing by uh, not automating your processes and repetitive tasks. Thank you for that, Julie. You've been an amazing guest. I knew that you would be. Absolutely. Can you hang out in the green room for a little bit? Will do. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. See, these are the kinds of people you got to <laughs> connect with. You got to connect with brain power, knowledge base that you don't have. And we can already do our cards in a moment, but I want to just say this. Julie touched on something at the very end, which harkens me to one of the greatest sales closes ever. And it's one of my favorite sales closes that I use. I'm just going to take 30 seconds, baby. But one of the greatest sales closes I use when they try to commit the crime of not hiring me. This is how the close goes. Um, we'll do it live speed. I'll do it with you, Lisa. I'll role play with you. Just follow along. You've heard, she probably heard me say this a hundred times, okay? But Lisa, if you and I were really good friends and I saw you about to make a serious financial mistake, would you want me to warn you about it? Of course. Of course you would. I think that's what you're about to do here. Because if you do, don't automate your systems, if you don't use some of these tech time-saving technologies, it's going to cost you some money. It's going to be a financial mistake. We don't know how much money it's going to cost you, but we do know it'll cost you something. And I'm not here to cause you harm or cause you an opportunity to lose money. I'm here to be helpful and help you to gain money. Can we reconsider this and give this another try? That's good. That's a close. Now, you don't have to say it exactly like I said it, but the point is, if they're about, if, if you help them to save money or earn more money, if you help them to save money or earn more money and they don't hire you immediately, once they understand, and once they understand that you save the money or help them earn money, this is an opportunity for you to remind them that it could be a very serious financial mistake not to take advantage of these things. So I chose to uh, read an excerpt that I thought was interesting and poignant and appropriate. For, for the card at 930? Yes. Okay. And it's called success. Success in life is about fulfilling your purpose, being who and what 
we are supposed to be when we are supposed to be it. So often we fail at one thing or the other, the who, the what, or the when and how. I personally believe that the when will present itself at the moment we finally become the who and the what and really realize the real reason why. For me anyway, becoming the who and the what has always been the hardest part. The how will open up to you when you arrive at the designated when. That's a pretty cool excerpt that Lisa chose to read. Uh, it's almost poetic in prose. And guess what book that comes out of? That is an excerpt <laughs> from Discovering Your Why by Lisa Santiago. Lisa's first published book, Discovering Your Why by Lisa Santiago McNeil. I think at the time you published that, you, you were you a Santiago McNeil yet or just I was. A Santiago? I was a Santiago McNeil. Because on the cover, the author just says, Lisa Santiago. I had not yet embraced whether or it not it doesn't I was say McNeil on it yet. I had not yet See? embraced so whether or not. So she's not even using her full name on it yet, y'all. I had not embraced <laughs> whether or not I was going to professionally be Lisa Santiago McNeil, although I had embraced utilizing his name. But much like Cher and Madonna, I was trying to decide whether or not I needed to append McNeil to my last name. It's such a common name and I'm such an uncommon individual. Lisa Santiago is not that common. No, it's not. But no. Lisa McNeil is common as hell. I don't think so. But anyway, yeah, I like... I, I Basic. Think, wait, wait, wait. I think you've earned Santiago. Yeah. And I don't want you to ever not have Santiago. Right. I will fight alongside with you. Good. Make, make sure everyone uses Santiago. You've seen me do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Jesus. Okay, so cool. So we had a great guest. We talked about technology, using it today and adopting it. It does save you time. It does save you time. It does. I also wanted to share uh, one thing. I wanted to bring up a commercial break. If you all would just bear with me for a moment, we'll okay. be right back in a moment. Ooh. I'm excited today to talk to you about a friend of mine now. His name is Brian K. McNeil. Why is he a friend now? Well, I was struggling in my business to sell because I really didn't like sales until I met Brian K. McNeil. He gave me techniques and sales strategies that I had never heard before. He taught me the psychology of selling. And now I'm a lean, mean selling machine. Baby, let me tell you, Brian K. McNeil knows exactly what to do. He knows his stuff. If you're looking to increase your sales volume at all. And if you're a business owner, that goes without saying. You have to hire Brian K. McNeil. He's the best of the best that I've ever seen. Thank you so much, Brian K. McNeil, for being my sales confidence coach, because now I'm confident when I sell. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I, that, thank you for the commercial, baby. I appreciate Lisa choosing to put that commercial on today. Um, Dr. Deborah says, no wonder that was such a great read. I need to get another copy of Discovering Your Why. I gifted mine to a client. Dr. You, Deborah does that. She gifts people with books that she, because she told, how many times she told, maybe 10 times since I've known her, where she's given this person a book and that person a book or gifted them that organization of a book. She told us such stories again this past Saturday. One thing I didn't do yesterday that I need to do today in the, in the few minutes before we do our greeting songs and logos. I need to celebrate and champion Lisa's talk on this past Saturday. My wife had an opportunity to speak to an audience. Dr. Deborah was there as a, a vendor, I believe. Um, she had a table. And what was the what was the event called again? Unbreakable Faith. Unbre oh, yes. The Unbreakable Faith was the event. It was, um, the event was called Unbreakable Faith. And uh, it's so interesting that one of my friends on the speaking circuit, her name was LJ Eccles. She was there as an MC. And uh, Lisa and I, we showed up maybe five or 10 minutes before Lisa was to take the platform. And um, so LJ, we came in, we were setting up and LJ was like, okay, and coming to the stage or whatever she said, and she brought Lisa up. Now, Lisa dropped a hint about what she was going to talk about um, before, but when she delivered this message, it was all new and it was all fresh. 
her message was go ahead baby tell what your message was or do you want me to keep doing going uh, the message was pain to purpose. Pain to purpose. Lisa took that audience on a journey. She took them on a, she put them in her, in her bosom and she carried them talking about the pains of their life. She told the tale about how pain in her chest caused her to, to go to the hospital where she discovered that she had blood clots on her lungs. Had it not been for that pain, she may not be able to sit next to me today. How that pain literally saved her life. Pain is direction. Pain charts your course. Pain does not need to just be suppressed. You need to ask yourself the question, what is this pain trying to tell me or teach me? But I'm, I'm not doing it justice. It was such an amazing speech. And it was such an amazing audience. And it really, really blessed the people. Because when it was done, and this always happens when Lisa speaks. When Lisa, Lisa speaks is so talks is so good, I'm a celebrity when she's finished because I'm her husband. <laughs> oh, Dr. Dervis says, Lisa almost had me shouting. That talk was hitting on all points. Let me tell you, Dr. Deborah had a table next to ours. It wasn't, we were not at the same table, but Lisa's talk God caused Dr. Deborah to get out of her chair come over to my table and smack me on the shoulder and says, Lisa is in her element today, boy. She is in her element. So I said all that to say, there may be opportunities within your church or your organization where you need a, a person who can share heart, uplift, <clears throat> and tell a story that encourages. I'm going to submit Lisa for that. Crystal, I asked the same thing. She said, that sounds good. Was it recorded? It was not. It was not recorded, but I prom I wish. I will never not record myself going forward. I actually looked that up. Uh, I looked up how to do it because I was on a panel um, a couple of years ago with Tony Coleman Brown. Mm -hmm. And one of the panelists that was on the panel with me actually mic'd herself separately from the panel. And she actually recorded herself on her cell phone, which she had in her pocket. She mic'd herself like she a lapel mic herself to her cell phone. And recorded herself. How smart is that? And and I will never not do that because I did Wait. expect that someone else was going to do it. Let's bring Julie up here for a second. You can't just throw that on somebody. Uh -huh. Julie, you want to come up for a second? Are you ready? Okay, All right. Good. Okay, Julie. <laughs> As I was getting ready to take a sip of coffee. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> Technology, that's a real life situation. Lisa gave an example of one speaker she saw do that. Um, I saw you nod your head knowingly that there's technology to help with that problem, help with that challenge. What were you, what would you hear? What would you acknowledge? Or is there a way that you know to help speakers always get recorded? Oh boy. Um, you want to make sure, you know, that honestly, when you're getting ready to participate in something like that, that you let the host know that you want it recorded. I mean, I would okay. even kind of put it on them to say, you know, I would like this to be recorded if they're not already or let them know that you are going to record it. And you can, if it's say you're on zoom, you could just record right to your own, um, right. To your own device, to your, this is you know, a live your event. computer. This is a live event. And I, I want to say this about that, Julie, even if the event coordinators are nice, even if they're professional, we don't want our stuff dependent upon them, in my opinion. Okay, so I think I'd rather find technology ways to do my stuff myself, like Lisa was suggesting. I, we we got to get back to our work here. I just want to yep. pick you up for just a moment. Thank you. Yeah, actually, um, I, I typically bring my own recording devices. We actually arrived in the very same moment that we were placed, that I was placed on stage. So I didn't have an opportunity to set up my table. I didn't have an opportunity to set yep. up my technology. And those were the things that I would have. I typically do record my own events, but I didn't. But henceforth. Doing audio was something that I could have done because honestly, and this is not being modest or tongue in cheek or anything. It's very difficult for me to remember what was said when under the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You're not supposed to. Um, we got to roll. Now, what, this show's been going on since October of 2016, and some of you guys have been rocking with us for years, and we thank you. Some of you guys are consistent contributors to the show. 
and we thank you. And the way we do that here is with greeting songs and with greeting logos. Up first today is Miss Melissa Price. She's got a greeting song. And Melissa Price's greeting song goes like this. <clears throat> Melissa's song. Now it's time for us to sing her song. Melissa's song. Good morning, Miss Melissa Price. Up next is Miss Phyllis George. She has a logo that goes, Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Miss Glenda Tate Williams has a song as well. That's right. Glenda's riding on the freeway in makeup in her pink Cadillac. Ah. Miss Crystal Blake deserves a song. She even gave me a suggestion of her song, and I still haven't put it together yet. What was I, the suggestion? Uh, Crystal, put the suggestion for your song again in the comments. You gave me a suggestion before. Can you suggest that song again so Lisa can see it? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Deborah has, has a song. Uh, Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm -hmm. Dr. Deborah's throwing down. Good morning. Mr. William Brown has a song too. Hey, Bill. Good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We love him so, and we always will. Our friend Bill. Good morning to our friend Bill. Miss Jacqueline Rosier has a logo as well as a song. Her logo is According to Jacqueline. And her song is Jacqueline Rosier. Pretty little girl that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. I'm so glad that you are mine. According to Jacqueline, I'm so happy that you're here today. Uh, Dr. Beverly uh, has a logo as well that goes, Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Christine. Smith, good morning. What did she say? Christine said, I'll listen on replay. I need to catch Julie's whole name and catch all the gold nuggets missed. It's Julie Tremblay, and she and definitely catch the replay to get all of her links. So that she you got can some nuggets connect. in there for you too. Um, what's that? I can't see it, baby. Okay. Anybody else? That's it for today. It looks Crystal like. says, "I would love to hear a recording. Most times, I record events to listen later because I can always find things I need to hear again." I agree. I agree definitely. Even when I am, um, even when I am listening to myself. I actually um, heard a sermon that I did probably seven years ago, and I was like, "Oh wow, it was really interesting." There were some points in there that I needed. It's awesome when you when you <clears throat> do get stuff recorded or even written down. We both are um, spiral notebook junkies, Lisa and I, and we keep them. We use them all the time. We keep them, and every now and then, I did it the other day. Reach down into the spiral notebooks box or one of the spiral notebooks box and pull out a spiral notebook at random and split the pages. Think, what was I thinking when I wrote this? What was going on? And some of that stuff in there is brilliant. One of the days, one of these days when I leave this earth, one of my grandchildren are going to go through my spiral notebooks and they're going to put together an amazing manual or movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Crystal. It was Frankie Beverly's Before I Let Go because Beyonce should have left it alone. It was none Stop, of Stop, Lisa. You don't have to do that every I time. I can say it every you time. You don't have to go there every she single time. She got enough stuff, Ugh. and it was none of her business. Before I Let Go is not a millennial song. It is officially a grown people song. And Before I Let Go. We're going to put Crystal Blake in that jam. Nah, 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 nah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. That's right, Crystal. I ain't even mad at you. Hashtag aging enthusiast. I love Ooh. it. Um, Julie, Jacqueline says, yes, Lisa is anointed. You both are capture, captivating for sure. Glad again, Vivian Reed shared you guys with Thank me. You. I can count on one hand who I let in my ear gate. And you guys are my empowerment wow. duo. Inspirational daily Vitamin. With her inspiration, yes. daily vitamin. But she says she can't help herself. Jacqueline comes with a word. Okay, she shares a word with you. And according to Jacqueline, she highlighted here how important it is that you guard access to Absolutely. your ear gates. Absolutely. Okay. 
Matter of fact, the fewer people that have access to your ear gate, most often is better. Absolutely. Okay. And she said she can count on one hand the people that have that she lets lets allows. Remember how much fun we had the word allow last week? Mm -hmm. Allow into her ear gate, and it's an honor, uh, Sister Jacqueline, that you allow Alicia and I to get there. Thank you. Absolutely. Crystal said, I love Before I Let Go because everyone has to move when they hear it. That's Absolutely. Right. And you want people to move when they hear you, right? That's right. <laughs> That's awesome, Crystal. Um, I will be reaching out to you today, Crystal, because I have some stuff on my mind when, when I got up this morning. I had such a difficult time getting out of bed this morning. Crystal, that makes me happy. Okay. This you should know. We're going to keep working on this <laughs> But um, the reason why was as ideas came to me, I'd reach over for my cell phone and go into my notes and write them down. And then I say, okay, I got plenty, I got two hours. I get to stay in the bed. Okay. I put my phone down and I put my mask back on and then something else will hit me and I got to get my phone again. And then by the time I'm going back and forth, making my notes, by the time Lisa got up, I was like, baby, baby, listen to this. So how much, I mean, I just had to unload all these ideas that I had on my wife this morning. She's sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm telling her. Trying to wake up because he's all the way awake. I'm all the way awake. <laughs> he is all the way awake. Not only is he awake, he is in executive mode. Like I, like this. So I have a husband, I have a peer, and then I have a executive that I need a steno pad. Uh, that's really going back, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's some stuff that she has to be involved. I said, I need us to brainstorm on this part right here. And then she went to the bathroom after I did all that. I went to the bathroom intentionally trying to wake up so that give myself a minute so that when I came back, I could be fully engaged. But no. <laughs> she was in there too long. I said, what are you doing in what there? What are you doing in there? I said, I can know. you hear me? Because I was going to keep he going. He was going to keep talking she to goes, me. She goes, I'm in the bathroom. the bathroom. I said, okay, come on out of there because I got more stuff I need to Lord say. Jesus. I have more stuff I needed to say. <laughs> Jacqueline said, by the way, Lisa, that haircut is sexy. Thank Maybe you. Maybe remember my barring. She did it herself last night. She says, okay, baby. Because she had been teasing out for days. I'm going to cut my hair off. I'm going to cut my hair off. And um, so she did it last night. And it's perfect timing for her to do this. Because auditions for G.I. Jane 2 are coming up. Okay. <laughs> Perfect time. Uh, be careful. Be careful. Will might Will be Smith, Will Smith might pop in and smack me for saying that. Oh, Crystal said, I love it, Coach B. That's good. You sound like you sound like me when God puts things in your spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, when God puts things in, and and you have to act on these things because you don't get them every day. Some days you get those moments where the downloads come. I've heard you refer to it that way many a times. The downloads come and you have to capture it like mm -hmm. I did in my notes. But then you have to act on it and you have to act on it that day because it'll leave you. It'll mm -hmm. leave you. It could be it could be just that thing that downloaded that makes all the difference in your life. Absolutely. Make it happen. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be be blessed on purpose and recognize that everything that is uncomfortable is not necessarily what, what? something that you need to get rid of. What, what? Sometimes things that are uncomfortable, you need to pay more attention to because they may be they may be leading and guiding you in further truth. Amen. What a great word to close out on. Thank you guys again for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. And don't forget to have sex. Wow.